from the ministry of Reverend Ismaila Awudu. Get these life-changing, inspirational, and spirit-filled books. The Mystery of Greatness, At Thy Word, Church Membership, The Blueprint of Marriage, and any other ministry product of his. You can get these in electronic format by purchase through downloading Reverend Ismaila Awudu's app from the App Store or Google Play Store. You can also purchase this book and other ministry products at the ICGC Yahweh Temple, Otinshi American House Last Stop, East Legon. Reach us on telephone, plus 233-277-250420 or plus 233-249-393361. Email us, refismila at gmail.com. Visit our website, icgcislegon.com. Grab your copies now and experience a change in your life. No more struggle, no more challenges, no more battle. Because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle. And God said, After today, you shall rest from your battle. The battle of your marriage, the battle of your business, the battle of your finances, the battle of your sickness, the battle of your shame, the battle of your disgrace, the battle of your setback, the battle of the pains you don't want to forget. God said, You will rest from your battle. And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, Head Pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon. Esther chapter number 5. I'm reading from the verse number 9, and I'll read the whole of chapter number 6. It says, So Haman went out that day joyfully and with a glad heart, but when Haman saw Mordecai in the king's gate, and that he did not stand or tremble before him, he was filled with indignation against Mordecai. Nevertheless, Amon restrained himself and went home. And he sent and called for his friends and his wife Zeresh. Then Haman told them of his great riches, the multitude of his children, everything in which the king had promoted him, and how he had advanced him above the officials and servants of the king. Moreover, Haman said, Beside, Queen Esther invited no one but me to come in with the king to the banquet that she prepared. And tomorrow I am again invited by her, alone with the king. Yet all this avails me nothing. So long as I see Mordecai the Jew sitting at the gate, at the king's gate. Then his wife Zeresh and all his friends said to him, Let a gallows be made, fifty cubits high, and in the morning suggest to the king that Mordecai be hanged on it. Then go merrily with the king to the banquet. And the team pleased Amon, so he had a gallows made. Chapter 6. That night, the king could not sleep. So one was commanded to bring the book of the records of the chronicles. And they were read before the king. And it was found written that Mordecai had told of Bithina and Teresh, two of the king's eunuchs, the doorkeepers who had sought to lay hands on King Ahasuerus. Then the king said, What honor? Or dignity has been bestowed on Mordecai for this. And the king's servants who attended him said, Nothing has been done for him. So the king said, Who is in the court? Now Haman had just entered the outer court of the king's palace to suggest that the king had Mordecai on the gallows that he had prepared for him. 
The king's servant said to him, Haman is there, standing in the court. And the king said, let him come in. So Haman came in, and the king asked him, what shall be done for the man whom the king delight to honor? Now Haman thought in his heart, whom would the king delight to honor more than me? And Haman answered the king for the man whom the king delights to honor. Let a royal robe be brought with the king as one, and a horse on with the king as ridden which as a royal crest placed on its head. Then let this robe and us be delivered to the hand of one of the king's most noble princesses, that he may array the man whom the king delights to honor. Then parade him on horseback through the city square and proclaim before him, Thou shall it be done to the man whom the king delights to honor. Then the king said to Haman, Harry, take the robe and the horse as you have suggested, and do for Mordecai, the Jew, who sits within the king's gate. Leave nothing undone of all that you have spoken. So Ammon took the rope and the horse, hurried Mordecai and led him on horseback through the city square and proclaimed before him, that shall it be done to the man whom the king delights to honor. Afterward, Mordecai went back to the king's gate. But Ammon hurried to his house mourning with his head covered. When Haman told his wife Zeresh and all his friends everything that had happened to him, his wise men and his wife Zeresh said to him, If Mordecai, before whom you have begun to fall, is of Jewish descent, you will not prevail against him, but will surely fall before him. While they were still talking with him, the king's eunuchs came and hastened to bring Haman to the banquet which Esther had prepared. Amen. This morning, I'm speaking on the message I've titled, If You Are Mordecai. Turn to somebody and say, If You Are Mordecai. Or If Mordecai Is A Jew. If You Are Mordecai or If Mordecai Is A Jew. Listen to me. This is an overwhelming story that has been read and shared for a very long time in scripture. But I want to bring some very interesting truths out of my readings today. The title of my message, if you are Mordecai or if Mordecai is a Jew, simply tells you of a personality and what that person stands for. From what I read, you realize that the wise men of Haman and his wife says that if Mordecai, before whom you have begun to fall, is of a Jewish descent, then you have to be careful. Now, why would they say that? Because Haman has done so many things that actually could have ended the life of Mordecai or destroyed the Jews. First of all, from Esther chapter 1, Mordecai did so many things. Has casted lots. Haman tried to be able to determine when he wants to destroy the children of Israel. I mean, he's done so many things. Now, in the midst of it, he's not coming forcefully. And he's been exalted. He's been promoted as the prime minister of the land. But still, the guy was not satisfied. If you look at the life of Haman and the life of Mordecai, Mordecai represents the believer or the man who believes in his principles. One, you can write it down. Mordecai represents the man 
who believes and stands for his principles. In life, you should be known for your principles. Don't be known for everything. Be known for your principles. Because it is your principle or the principles you stand for that is what will defend you or that is what would fight or speak for you one day, whether you are there or you are not there. But when you are everything for every man, you will fall without knowing who you are. But the Kaya has a principle and his principle as a Jew is that he will only bow down to Yahweh and will not bow down to anybody. And that is his principle. It doesn't matter how you push him. It doesn't matter what you do to him. He stands by his conviction and principle. Tell to somebody, ask the person, what is the principle of your life? There are most people that you can't trust them. But there is nothing that can take away from Odekaya his principle or his conviction of what he believes in. The second thing is that Whatever Mordecai believes in, Mordecai holds dearly to it. Whatever Mordecai believes in, Mordecai holds dearly to it. He does not believe in one thing and do another thing. He believes in God or Yahweh as his source. And to him only will he bow to. So no matter what pressure he goes through, he stands tall and still makes sure that nothing can substitute his conviction for Yahweh. The issue is that most of us, whenever we get under stress or under challenge, we can easily give up or substitute our faith. But nothing can substitute the faith or the belief of Mordecai. And that makes him a Jew. The third thing that you can find about Mordecai is that Mordecai is loyal and faithful. Mordecai is loyal and faithful. You read from the scriptures I just read that Mordecai was a gatekeeper. Somebody say a gatekeeper. He was not in the chambers of the king or in the inner cycle, but he was a gatekeeper. As a gatekeeper, he heard people plotting to kill the king. He could have sat on it, but because of his loyalty to the throne, and he knows that when the king is destroyed, the state is destroyed. When the king is killed, the light of the state is taken away. You can imagine what the nation went through when our president died. It is not the best of things. So, whether we, you love somebody or you don't love somebody, as far as the throne is there, there is the need for loyalty. Mordecai was loyal to the throne and made sure that nothing happens to the one that sits on the throne. So when he heard the plotting, he reported it and it was recorded. How loyal are you to your employers? How loyal are you to your company? You can be working in a place, but you end up undermining. I don't know whether you heard the story of a black man who was working at a meat factory in the United Kingdom and will slice these meats and make the meat look like very flat and he will wrap the meat around his body and they do it by shifts and they will sell tape all the meats 
He will wear his clothes. He comes to work slim, but goes out fat. And when he gets out, or she gets out, they will go and remove the meat and go and sell them. How much will you make? The spirit of disloyalty makes you not to even think of your future. You can sacrifice your your future on the altar of your now. Because of what will satisfy you. There are a lot of disloyal people working around. They only speak with their mouth, but their heart is far away. God can never, or society can never trust you with anything significant when you are not loyal. Mordecai was very loyal. He was loyal to the throne. Some people are work, working in places. You can be Christians or whatever. That's why I use the word if. If is conditional statement. For the fact that you call yourself a Christian, that's not me. You are qualified as a Christian. Don't let us deceive ourselves. Because everybody can take the title of a Christian. In fact, if you have a sticker, you are a Christian. But to live a Christian, you need to live according to the standard of God. Through his son Jesus Christ, but accepting Christ as your Lord and personal Savior and walking in him and to be truthful with him. Knowing that God has not looked at the outward appearance but sees the heart. And it's by the heart God judges us. But the Kaya was not any much salary because as a gate man, he's not paid well. So he's the best person to even agree with the people to kill the king. After when the king died, he can even get a minister of state position. Or you don't get me. But Mordecai did not care about what he earns, but Mordecai made sure that he protects the king. He was loyal. How loyal are you? Loyal people are also faithful. There are some people that are working in a place, they will steal the company, they will mess up the company because the company is not for them. Yet they are thinking of having their own business tomorrow. If you can't take care of somebody's own and be faithful to it, it doesn't matter what is handed over to you. And listen to me, the next lesson you can learn about Mordecai is that faithfulness pays and loyalty pays. If somebody tells you that you are too stupid to be loyal, it's a lie. There is nobody who has stayed faithful and loyal throughout his life or her life and has never been rewarded before. Everyone that thinks he or she is wise in his own eyes will always end up wretched and end up poor. Check it. The person can go that high, but will fall miserably. Anytime you stay loyal and faithful, there is a reward that comes for you. It might not be instant, but in the future. God, who sees the heart of men, even if those men will not reward you and honor you, God will find a way to lift you up and to honor you. May the Lord find you faithful. May the Lord find you loyal. Anytime you are loyal, you are also committed. Mordecai was committed to his work. You can realize that when he was even taken round, immediately they released him, he went back to his post. He went back to his position. It's a character of a lawyer and a He doesn't exalt himself above his position. He didn't say that because I was promoted by the king to ride in the king's chariot, have the king's rope, have the king's ring, have the king's crest, 
I mean, walk through the street. Appellations were there. So when I come out, I'm going to lift up my shoulders. Immediately he came back. He realized his position and he went back to his position. But the Kaya is a man who waits for his own time of promotion and does not promote himself. If you want to really get far, always wait for your promotion and don't ever promote yourself. Learn to serve the throne and don't be in a haste to ascend the throne. Can I say it again? I said learn to serve the throne and don't be in a haste to ascend the throne. There are most people who are by the throne. When I talk of throne, I'm talking of authority. I'm talking at a workplace. I'm talking at a place where you are. Yes, God can make you a promise that you can be or a promise that you are going to be the next manager. It does not mean you need to undermine the current manager because you are the prophecy. You don't need to work out that prophecy yourself. If God said it, God will bring it to pass. God says you are going to marry. It doesn't mean you should be able to go and undermine somebody's marriage so that a woman will be kicked out of the marriage and you get that marriage. If God says you are going to marry, trust him, pray, and wait on him. Patience is the key for promotion. There are most people in workplaces, the boss taps his shoulders and says, you are doing well. And the way you are going, I know next by some time to come, you can be the CEO of this company. And then immediately he or she hears this. The next thing is to start going through Juju Men, lift up his shoulders, and makes everybody to feel like he is in charge of the office. Undermines people and manipulate things so that it can quickly come to him as the CEO. Anything you quickly get when it is not your time will kill you. If Mordecai is a Jew, before whom you are falling, then you will fall. Mordecai did not promote himself. He waited on his promotion. It's an attitude you have to cultivate if you want to get far in life. And the next character of Mordecai, I'll come to Haman and then I'll go into the details. I'm doing today and then next week. The next quality you can find in the life of Mordecai is that Mordecai is humble. He's humble. Can you imagine you sitting down and you don't know of anything? You just went in as a watchman. And then all of a sudden, the president picks you and then they are announcing you all over the radio stations and promoting you and all that. Do you think the next time you let them call you as a watchman, they will tell them to call you chief security officer? Hello? When do you even come home and your wife wants to talk to you, let your wife didn't you hear on the news? Have you met people when you even do I introduce to them and you make a mistake and you didn't call their title, they get offended. You meet people when you want to talk, you say, don't you know me? I am this. Hello? Yes, we know. But the car was very humble. With all the exposure he received. And let me tell you something, maybe you don't understand. King Ahasuerus in his days is more than the United States president. So if you are afraid of the United States president, or you get an invitation, everybody's dream is to be invited to the White House. Or to be invited to Buckingham Palace. Today, if you are invited, you are here and the king sends a jet to pick you. 
to Buckingham Palace, when you descend to Ghana, everybody will know you have come back. Oh, tell me if it's not true. I'm not talking about African presidents. I'm talking about Buckingham Palace. And I'm talking about the White House. King Ahasuerus of his days, those kings, you can't joke with. It is not today what we see on the world stage of politics. Their own was more, they, 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 they have authority. It's not when the United States can say and then Libya or whatever can say no and they can. No, no, no. Those days, who dares you? When the king, that is why when Esther was going before the king, Esther has to fast. Because immediately the king, she will, he will not look at your face. Immediately you appear there and he lifts up the, this thing and does not point it to you. By the time you lift it up, they cover your face. Your head is gone. They don't even look at your face. They will kill you. When they are coming, everybody gives way. Nations are afraid of them. And when we talk of their nations, then you have not seen war in their days. There are people who are trained. And when they stand out, they are more than the FBI's and they are more than the commandos you can think of. Because those days, it takes the survival of the fittest to survive. They don't know anything about democracy and they don't know anything about this. It's about concrete. So that is why in those days, in Africa, we have very strong giants like the Hannibal's. Have you heard about Hannibal before? Okay, go and read your history. Like the Hannibal's and all those, they are very strong people. You cannot easily intimidate them. And that was what Ahasuerus was. So for Ahasuerus to wear the garment of Ahasuerus to receive the seal of Ahasuerus to have the crest on the horse of Ahasuerus and then not only a mean person but the one that is highly rated in the kingdom will go before you and announce your presence to everybody. It is not a mean achievement. So the attitude of Mordecai tells us that with all the achievement of his life, he was still humble. Can the Lord lift you up and can you still be humble? It's a question I'm asking. I don't know. Because the reason why Zeresh and others said that is that you can never fight a humble person and be able to win. Listen. The humble person, God fights the humble person, fights on behalf of the humble person. Because the Bible says God will resist the proud, but he will lift up the humble. Anytime you fight a humble person, you are setting yourself up for God to destroy you. Write it down. Don't ever make a mistake to fight somebody who is meek before God or who is humble because humility is not a weakness. Humility is a strength. And that is who Mordecai was. He was humble. Position and title did not bloat him. It didn't make him egoistic. It still made him humble. Are you learning something here? Before we start and jump, I just want you to get the information well. So Mordecai has these qualities. And by those qualities, Mordecai was still serving in his position, waiting for his own time. The next thing you can find is Haman. Is Haman. 
Haman represents a character who is proud and arrogant. He is proud and he's arrogant. You can see from his talking. He exalts himself. He boasts of his riches. He boasts of his children. He boasts of even the invitation that Esther has even given to him to come and dine with the king. He blows it everywhere. He walks with his shoulders high. Are you there with me? The next thing you find about Haman, not that he's only proud and arrogant, but Haman is power drunk. Haman is power drunk. Haman believes that he is not complete without power. So he derives his significance from power. And ladies and gentlemen, when you drive, you derive your significance and strength from power, the day you lose power, you become insignificant. Anytime power is entrusted into your hands, use the power for service and not for dominance or not for oppression. Herman used his power for oppression and for dominating people. He didn't use it for service. Are we learning something here? How do you handle the power you have? When power is entrusted into your hands, how do you manage it? Haman sees himself more important than others. You can call it a self-bloated ego. Haman had a self-bloated ego. An overestimation of who he is supposed to be. And there are a lot of people in life who overestimate their worth and their importance. They try to drive cars that they don't even qualify for. They try to rent homes they cannot even afford. They try to organize parties that they cannot even pay. That afterwards they owe everybody. But they just want to present a face for people to see that they are important. And that is Haman. Haman has an overbloated estimation of himself. And anytime you have an overbloated estimation of yourself, you crash very easily. You destroy yourself. Because you can only lie that far. You cannot go ahead. There are certain lifestyles that when you begin cultivating, you cannot last. You can easily fall apart. And that was Haman's attitude. And not only that, Haman does not only have self, self-bloated ego, Haman also is so inconsiderate. Haman is very, very inconsiderate. Haman feels he's the only important person around. He doesn't think of anybody again. That is why when the king was even thinking of who to honor, Haman said, about who can the king honor if not me? Hello? There are people who walk around and think that look, they are more important than you. And that was Haman. Haman feels that, ah, in this whole country, who else if it's not me? He's so inconsiderate. Don't ever live life that way. Because you can have the shock of your life. Can I say it again? I said you can have the shock of your life. When you thought that they are going to mention my name. Yeah. 
I am the one. Before you know, they mention your subordinate's name. You can get pressure and you can collapse. But when you are patient and humble, you get there. There are some of you, your boss can call you and say, come, let's discuss this. He gives you the opportunity to share issues with you and talk to you just to know how you reason. You will think your boss doesn't know. That is why he called you. After you have spoken to you, come out and tell people, say, oh, boss, if it is not me, this company, we have crashed by now. Look, I have been advising my boss. Look, recently I even sat with him. I told him to do this, this. The next time he's implementing it. But you see, every leader has a wisdom you don't have. Don't joke with your leader. I always tell people that even if you think your father is a drunkard and drinks and falls in the gutter and you have gone to whatever school and have your PhD or whatever, your father probably must not have gone through even finished form 4 or form 5. But don't ever think you are wiser than your father. You will read his letters for him, write his letters for him, but there is a grace upon his life which God gave him because he's a father that you don't have. And you can never have it even when you grow taller than him. So don't ever think when your boss gives you access or your father gives you access into his privacy, you think you know better than him. There are a lot of people today who have been fired from their jobs, who were demoted from their jobs because their bosses set them up and they didn't know how to play in the cycle of that elevation. And their life is messed up. They will blame a demon, but it's not a demon. It's lack of maturity. There are certain space that you are allowed to enter that is not everything you see there that you report out. You only listen. You come out with your mouth sealed because it requires of you to be there. Sometimes your boss can discuss with you very sensitive issues, including his marital lives. It is not for public consumption. That was what a man didn't know. He came out and was telling everybody how important, how even Queen Esther has invited him for the banquet, how even the king cannot do anything without him because he feels so important than anybody. Anytime you are proud and arrogant, that's what happens. And there are people who have missed out big time because of some of those things. I give you this wisdom. Never ever do that. Because every time your boss calls, you see it as a privilege. And whatever he shares with you, keep it. In fact, there are people you can be closer to by proximity and by relationship. Don't even let people know you know them. Do you hear what I'm saying? There are people I know that when, when I tell you, you'll be shocked. But when we meet in public, as if I don't know them. Even if they want me to grow closer, I'll pretend I've not seen them. That is wisdom. I know where I can see them. You save yourself some battles. You preserve your life for the future. Don't 
ever tried to be too important. That was what brought Haman down. He thought he can be too important. Oh yeah, I know him. (laughs) I know him, I know him. Yeah, I know him. That is the end. You go around boasting. Don't do that. It was a spirit of Haman. He lost it. As a businessman, as a worker, as a husband, as a young person coming, learn this wisdom. That can take you far in life. Can take you far in life. The elder cannot talk to you and tell you that what I am telling you, don't go and say it. You don't tell it. <laughs> and that is the same way God plays with us. There are a lot of you once upon a time, the Holy Spirit has there are a lot of you once upon a time, God reveals things to you. He makes you see. You dream. When you pray, things happen. Nowadays, you can pray, you don't see anything again. You don't dream again. You don't hear again. And you think it's not a demon. You see, even in the closet of God, there are things God shows you that it is not for public consumption. There are things God will tell you that he doesn't want another person to hear. Because God also has secrets. And he shares with you his secrets. There are things he makes you share with people. There are things he makes you keep. If you don't know the difference, the Holy Spirit will pull away from you. He's a gentleman. Look, you can fast and pray for how many years? He will not still show you. So if you are in that trap, go and ask God for forgiveness to restore you back to that level because you are falling from a big height. He realized that your mouth cannot keep the secrets that he shows to you. The next attitude of a man is that a man has a loose mouth. You can write it down. Online Mordecai. Mordecai has a watch over his mouth. Because when he came back, did you hear anywhere written that Mordecai went and said that they put him in the king's chariot? Even when Esther was going there, Mordecai is a man of secret. He told Esther, he said, when you go into that palace, don't even disclose your identity. That is how every wise person is. There are most of you here don't even have a secret. Everybody knows your secret. So when they want to floor you, they flow you easily. Something said, if only you can cut my hair. And that was the downfall. Every animal you see in the kingdom of animals, they all have a secret that makes them strong. You see the spider, like he's just waving net. The spider has a secret of strength that even insects and other lizards and other things are afraid of him. When he enters into that area, every human being you should have your secret of strength that you don't just disclose. It should only be with you. And that was that life of Haman. So Haman was able to set himself and thought, well, I could destroy everything. But he didn't know that he was rather destroying himself. Certain attitude and characters destroys you faster than anything in life. 
if Mordecai is a Jew. So you learn from these things that it is important for you and I to know that anytime things are happening, wait for them to finish. Don't stop the process. Tell somebody, don't stop the process. Heaven gets into the court and hears that they are discussing. Ah! I am the one. King, get this best clothes. Get that, get that. Let's move on. And he said, okay, go and do it for Mordecai. Can you imagine? You went before the boss. Somebody you hated so much. So you thought you were going. Don't forget, Amen went in there. Not actually, not knowing that a time is coming for somebody to be promoted. He was actually going in there to go and demand the life of Mordecai. I hope you are aware. By the time he was getting there, he has already prepared the gallows. I mean, the things to use to hang Mordecai. So he was going to the king to seek the king's permission. And then he entered the place and they were discussing. And he chanced to be there. And that is all. Not that he has a pre-knowledge about it. But you see, he felt that if there is any honor, nobody deserves it. I deserve the honor. Because I'm closer to the king. One lesson you should learn is that the mantle of leadership does not fall on people who are closer. (laughs) Can I say it again? The mantle of leadership does not always fall on those who are closer. But it rather falls on people whose heart is in agreement with the king. Can I say it again? You can be too close to the throne, but your heart can be too far from the throne. Somebody can be too far from the throne, but his heart is close to the throne. Every king knows the heartbeat of his subjects. Can I say it again? Every king knows the heartbeat of his subjects. Every king knows the heartbeat of his subjects. It's as simple as that. Because you see, the more you go up, the more you have sickle fans. Can I give you this wisdom? It is very easy to have faithful and committed people around you when you are nobody. <laughs> but it is very difficult to find a true and a faithful person when you have been promoted. Hello, are you here with me? So it's important for you to know that kings knows the heartbeats of those that are around them. But Haman doesn't know. But the king knows. Everything you do, there is a reward for it. It's another lesson you should write. Everything you do, there is a reward for it. You might not have the reward now. Don't think you have done it in vain. But one day, that reward will surely come to you. It will surely come. When Mordecai did that, Mordecai didn't do that because he's expecting a reward. And let me tell you this. Don't do things because of what you are going to get. 
But do things because you love to do it. Don't let money be your motivation, but let service be your motivation. When service becomes your motivation, money becomes common to you. But whenever you make money your motivation, you will be dissatisfied with service. And when you get dissatisfied with service, you will lose money. It's as simple as that. Everybody that has made it and has money and is making it, ask them. They will tell you that they love what they do. The more they love what they do, and the more they do what they do, the more they get the money they are getting. And ask those who has the money and they didn't last. They enjoy the money at the expense of the things they love to do. So at the end of the day, the money gets finished because they don't love to do what they want to do. So when the money starts coming, they relax. And they are enjoying the money. But when you love what you do, and you do what you do well, you always have the money and you always stay relevant. And the more you make money and continue to make money. May the Lord make you love what you do. I said, may the Lord make you love what you do. May the Lord save you from overestimating yourself. That was the story of Eman and Mordecai. So it's important for you to know that the reward will surely come. And the reward came to Mordecai. Can you imagine it? Somebody was going to look for his life. But that night, God visited a king. The Lord will visit your king. I said, the Lord will visit your king. Every blessing that is there for you, the Lord will visit your king for you to have it. But the car didn't know that this was what's going on. But God was fighting behind the scenes for him. When you always get connected to God and your heart is pure, God will always fight for you. When you don't even know where the battle is. May the Lord fight for you and let you hold your peace. May he fight for you. Because there is a season coming that the Lord is going to remember your sacrifice. He's going to remember your investment. He's going to remember all that you have done. And when he remembers it, he will honor you. You don't need to go and manipulate it. He will get it done. Because Haman was a manipulator. And so he lost it. Listen, turn to somebody and tell the person this. Tell the person, I beg you. Don't manipulate things in your favor. Because you will lose it. Believe you me. You will lose it. But when you wait for it. Bible says the blessings of the Lord make us rich. And add no sorrow. Don't be in a haste to run a race. You have no exercise for. It's deep. I said don't be in a haste to run a race. You have not exercised for. And don't be in a haste to lift up a matter that your muscle is not strong enough to lift. You will break. And never be in a haste to swallow a muscle of food when you know your throat cannot take it. You will choke. What I'm simply saying is that don't live a life you cannot sustain. Anything you begin 
Make sure you have the foundation enough to sustain it. That is why progress growth or steady growth is the key for sustenance and longevity. Haman did not see it. He lost it. But Mordecai saw it. Eventually, if you read the whole book of Esther, the concluding part, eventually, uh, Mordecai took the place of Haman. In fact, Mordecai became the next prime minister at the expense of Haman. The very gallows that Haman prepared, he got hanged by himself. But Mali said, he who digs the pit shall fall in it. Don't dig pit for people. Because the pit you dig for them, you'll be buried in that same pit yourself. In conclusion, I told you next week I'm going to continue. And next week we'll enter into deeper things. You know how I start. In conclusion, anytime you want to be promoted, learn to promote somebody. Then you will be promoted. very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Legon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastlegon.com or email to yahwehtempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435. You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. On Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service. And Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you. And my Lord with you, I know I'm covered, no greater power.